Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. <laughs> I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com. And as usual, another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to build community around your blog. Your blog, really, your blog is a platform, a platform around which you can share ideas, influence people, and even build a business. If you want to take your blogging to the next level, you want to get your audience to engage with you and to engage with each other. So that's where community building, the community building aspect comes into play. This is something that I am actively working on right now, and I love it. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about today. All right, some exciting stuff to talk about today inside this episode. Specifically, these are the things that we're going to cover. Number one, uh, why you should be building a community around your blog. Very important thing, and I'm going to talk about why you want to be doing that. Uh, number two, I'm going to talk about some practical ways that you can go about building your community. Some practical stuff, some, some actionable things that you can do uh, so that you can build your community around your blog. And then... Lastly, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be answering some questions that came in uh, via Facebook. We have a number of questions via Facebook and the hotline, actually. Um, so, you know, before I get into all that good stuff, because it's going to be good stuff, I, I, I just have a feeling it's going to be good stuff and you're going to get a lot of value from it. But before I go into that, I want to I want to let you know that I'm really enjoying interacting with you, um, with you guys in the comments on Facebook, on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. It's you know, this is all about building community, just just like what I'm talking about in this episode. Um, th this is a conscious decision that I've made that I want to start building, not start, but continue and expand on what I've been doing to build community here at Become a Blogger. And and you guys, you guys just rock. I just want to let you know that you rock. Um, as a part of this whole community building process, one of the things that I'm doing, um, it has to do with building community and it also has to do with just providing more value. I want to involve you more in these episodes. Uh, so what I'm doing, I tried this this last week and it went so well that I'm just so excited about it. Um, but basically what I'm going to be doing on Facebook, I'm going to be letting you know in advance the week before what I'm going to be talking about in the next week's episode. And then if you have a question, you have a comment or something that you want me to um, address on the, on the show, then you can just call the hotline. And the number of the hotline is... 888 
1-800-835-2414. You can call the hotline. You can leave your question. It'll be directly related to what I'm talking about, so it'll flow very well. We have a few um, examples of that today. Um, you don't even have to call into the hotline. You can do it right there on Facebook. You can just leave your comment. And we had three people leave questions um, on the Facebook page. So if you're not following me on Facebook, go to Leslie on Facebook.com. That's L-E-S-L-I-E on Facebook. I'm not going to spell that because you should know how to spell that. Dot uh, com. So head on over there and um, interact. Interact with the community. Interact with each other. Interact with me. All that good stuff. So let's get into the content for this episode. So the first thing, I want to talk about why you want to be building a community on your, around your blog. Why should you do that? What's the big deal with this community thing? Why can't you just throw up a website on the internet um, and, and just put great content there and just make a lot of money? You know, why, why can't we just end there? What, what is the significance of building this community? I want to give you five reasons. Um, reason number one, it adds a sense of belonging you know, when someone feels like they belong, when they feel like they're involved with something, they're more invested in that. Um, okay, maybe they might not be financially invested or maybe they might be, um, but they are invested into it because they, they feel as if they're a part of it. They feel like they belong. And, and that is a very powerful thing. If you can get your audience to feel as if they belong, if you can get them to feel involved and like they're, they're emotional, Emotionally invested in your brand, in your business, beautiful things can happen. So that's point number one. It adds a sense of belonging. Point number two, it is easy to get feedback from your community if you have a, com a community. Um, so let's say you're thinking about developing a product and you want to make sure, you know, this is something that's going to swing. You can, you, can get, you can get feedback from your community, from your audience, from the people that are interacting with your brand, the people that are interacting with you on your blog and interacting with each other around your blog. It is much easier to get feedback. You can send out a survey, if, for example, uh, and just get a ton of responses instantly if you already have that community. And that can help you um, as, you're, and, and, uh, as you're building products, as you're adding resources, as you're doing all these different things uh, that you're doing with your blog. So that's number two. Number one, it adds a sense of belonging. Number two, it, it makes it easier to get feedback. Um, and number three, it allows you to have a greater impact on the world. Now, if you know me and you've been following the stuff that I've been doing, you know I'm all about impact. I'm all about influencing people and helping people. Um, when you build a blog and you have a blog that a lot of people are coming to and you're sharing great content, great content that's helping them, um, it, it, can, it can influence their lives. It can cause you to, to, to accomplish some really great things in the lives of so many people. And, you know, for me, my entire motto with Become a Blogger is changing the world one blog at a time. And I think that a blog is an excellent platform to do that. So if you can build community on, around your blog, you can build a strong community around your blog, that will allow you to have a greater impact on the world. Point number four, your community. If you have a community around your blog, a strong com community that's heavily invested um, emotionally, they feel a sense of belonging, 
then they become your biggest advocates. They're the ones that are going out there and spreading the word. Hey, you need to check out this guy's website. Uh, because You need to check out this guy's blog because of the great content that you're going to get out there. Uh, so it's, it's almost as if they become evangelists for your brand. So it's not just you doing the promotion anymore, but they are also doing promotion. And if you have a, thou- if you have a tribe, like Seth Gordon puts it, um, you have a tribe of a thousand people that are advocating for you, that are going out there and telling people, man, you need to check out this person's blog because it has some awesome stuff. You need to check out Holly's blog. You need to check out Rochelle's blog. You need to check out Carrie's blog because these things, these blogs have great information that will help you. If you have a thousand people out there doing that, can you imagine how powerful that can be? Well, it definitely is powerful, and that is one of the things that community does. So number one, it adds a sense of belonging. Number two, you can get, you can get feedback easily. Number three, it allows you to have a greater impact on the world. Number four, they become your biggest advocates. And number five, when you have a product, when you do have a product, it's much easier to sell if you already have a loyal community. If you have people that have been following you, if you have people that are engaged with your brand and engaged with you, engaged in your community, they are much more likely to buy from you, someone that they know, like, and trust, than some random website out there that's trying to teach them the same thing that you're trying to teach them. So if you are in this as a business and you are looking to make money with your blog, um, then having a community gives you kind of that jump start. I've seen a number of people who've worked on really building up their community and when they lo- finally ended up launching a product, um, there's no, you know, how do I get this sold? You know, you just mention it to your community and it gets sold. So there are a lot of benefits um, to having a community and these are the five that I want to kind of bring to your attention. So just to recap one more time, and I'm recapping a lot because I want this to be drilled into your brain um, so that you can see the value in having this community. And I know you already see it, um, but just to really emphasize it. Number one, it adds a sense of belonging. Number two, you can get feedback easily. Number three, it allows you to have a greater impact on the world. Number four, your community becomes your biggest advocates. And number five, when you have a product, when you have something to promote, when you eventually create that, or if you already have that, whatever, you already have a loyal community and they are much more likely to purchase that product or whatever it is you have to offer. All right, so that's why. Okay, I, I, I think you're sold on that concept. Now let's talk about some of the practical ways that you can go about building your community. I want to give you some tips, and I'm going uh, to give you five tips here again. Number one, be unique and let your personality shine through in everything you do at your blog. You know, you need to have a voice and, and you need to know where you stand. Um, and, and by sharing your personality, sharing your opinions, sharing the things that you are passionate about, what's going to end up happening is you're going to start attracting people who are passionate about the same thing. All right. So it's not that you just, you know, out there putting a bunch of theories. You're adding your personality in it. You're, 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 you're being unique because your personality is, is you. 
All right, and you're sharing that, and as a result of that, as a result of being genuine and sharing that with your audience, you're gonna attract the type of people that will that 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 will naturally be good members of your community. So number one, be unique and let your personality shine through. That kind of really sets the, the foundation. You want to be unique. You want to have something that you stand for. Um, your personality is shining through in everything that you do. And when the right people see that, they're going to be attracted to that because you're an attractive person. Makes sense, right? All right, let's let's move on to tip number two. And tip number two is a very powerful tip. And that is this. Really get to know the people who visit your site. Really get to know the people who visit your blog. Now, you know, this is easier when you're just starting out. When you're just starting out and you don't have a huge following. You know, a lot of people complain, you know, I, I'm trying to get my blog going and I only have 50 visitors. I only have 100 visitors. Realize that these are not just 50 visitors. These are 50 people. 50 people with personalities. 50 people with problems with fears with with uh with passions and all that kind of stuff and these are individuals these are real people now if you have 50 people in a in a house listening to you 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 feel as if you're hot stuff right and but but when it comes to online we hear these huge numbers and we think to ourselves man my my 50 people that's not really that much no 50 is a lot even if you have 10 people coming to your website, start by getting to know those 10. And if it's only 10, that makes it much easier. All right, so get to know them. Visit their blogs. You know, somebody went, come to your blog and, and, can, uh, and, and leave a comment. Okay, if they leave a comment that has a link back to their blogs, visit their blogs and get to know who they are. So, so that, that's one way you can do it. I'll give you some examples. Become a blogger. I, I Become a blogger is my baby. I love what I do at Become a Blogger. And there are a lot of people all over the world that really love what I'm doing here at Become a Blogger, what we have going on. And, and, and you know, you'd be tempted to look at the numbers and just say, ah, that's just numbers. But it's not. You, you know, people are interacting in the community. For example, there's Holly from Happy Food, Healthy Life. She, she called in. Uh, a, a question, and I'm going to be playing the question a little bit, um, but she, she has a blog where she shares a passion for food um, and, and helps people to eat and live healthily. How do I know that? Because I went to her blog. I visited her, her, her blog. I saw that she does some really cool videos with her son uh, where they're in the kitchen, in the kitchen and they're, they're cooking up a storm and, and they're just kind of sharing who they are and they're sharing what they're doing, what she's passionate about with the world. How do I know that? Because I visited her blog. Um, then there's Carrie Green, and someone else that called in a, a question from ChristianHomeAndFamily.com. And I know, th I know that Carrie um, used to get a lot of people, no, he still gets a lot of people coming up to him and asking him, how, how, do, how, do, you, uh, how do you treat your family? Um, why is it that your family uh, operates the way that they do in such a positive way and setting such a Christian example? What are some of the things that you're doing? And then he started sharing that with people from his blog. And then there's Aisha from OneBreathCloser.com who built her blog basically sharing awareness of respiratory therapists. She's now studying 
studying to be a respiratory uh, therapist and she's sharing a lot of her experiences there. I know these things because the individuals that comment, that interact with the community, they're not just numbers. These are people. So what I want you to do or what the second tip is, the second um, tip is telling you to do is get to know these people. If you want to build a community, you want to get to know the people in the community. You know, uh, my buddy uh, Pat Flynn from smartpassiveincome.com, he, he, there's something that he talks about that I think is a really great thing to do, a great lesson, uh, and he calls it random acts of kindness. I've heard that in a number of different places, but he talks about doing random acts of kindness for your visitors. That is something very significant because you're interacting with them and you're getting to know them and you're getting them to see you as a real person. It's powerful stuff. Um, so that's tip number two. Tip number three, you want to be meeting people where they are. So if someone, if, if your audience is on Twitter, why are you not on Twitter? If your audience is on Facebook, which everybody is, uh, <laughs> why are you not on Facebook and interacting with them, connecting with them, not just because you're, not because you're trying to get them to buy something. That's not the main motivation behind connecting with them. It's not just, it's not to sell them something. It's to connect with them as real people connecting with them as real people. So you might send them a random message just to see how they're doing, see what's going on with them. And, you know, it, whatever your topic is, if, you're, if, the, if the topic of your blog is losing weight and you know that they're struggling with that, you can ask them how their journey is going and share some tips with them. It's all about connecting with real people. So go out there and meet them where they are. If they're on Facebook, meet them there. If they're on Twitter, connect with them there. So that's tip number three. Uh, tip number four, ask questions. Very simple tip. Um, and I'm going to have some, I'm not going to go into a, a ton of details, a, a, a ton of detail about this right now because I have some questions that came in about this very, um, this same thing. So I'm going to answer those questions a little later. But it's a good idea to end your posts, end your videos, end what you're doing with a question, a simple question that they can answer um, that gets them engaged in what you are doing. Tip number four. And this is a very interesting tip. Uh, it's one that I, I firmly believe in. Um, and that is use your autoresponder to constantly add value. The, the fact is people are going to really start seeing value in what you provide if you are providing value. I mean, it's very simple, right? Sounds like it makes sense. Um, definitely makes sense. And you can use your autoresponder to kind of automate that process a little bit um, and to share um, really good messages with them that can help them on their journey um, and get them uh, constantly coming back to your website and interacting with your brand, interacting with you, interacting with your blog and the other visitors at your blog. Um, so, Using your autoresponder sequence, very important. Take some time. If, you have, if you're like most people with autoresponders like Aweber and so on, 
most likely you have two, three emails in that follow-up sequence. I've been the same way. What I want to encourage you to do is take some time, a significant amount of time, and work on that follow-up sequence. Make it, uh, make it add value. Add value to the people that are subscribing to your list. Um, and make it personal. Share some personal details. But in this way, you're doing it in a, a, a somewhat automated way. And then... Tip number, wait, how many tips was that? One, two, three, four. That was five tips. Okay, I'll give you a bonus tip. Bonus tip is expect it to take time. Communities aren't established overnight, and neither will the communities around your blog, the community of your blog. It's not going to happen overnight. Don't, don't, don't expect that to be the case. It will take time. It will take effort. It will take energy, um, but it is so worth it. There's a clip from a video clip that uh, I, I've watched from Will Smith where he says, you don't set out to build a wall. You set out to lay each brick as perfectly as you can. So you work on one brick at a time and you make sure to put the next brick where it needs to be and then the next brick and then the next brick and then pretty soon you have a wall. So that's the same thing when it comes to building your community. It's not going to happen overnight, but you lay one brick at a time and then eventually you're going to look back and you're going to be like, wait a minute, I have this thriving community that's going on. This is awesome stuff. And that's exactly how it works when it comes to um, building your online community. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to turn over to some questions. I had some questions that came in uh, on Facebook. And then I had two questions that are fairly similar that came in via the hotline. And I'll go through those right now. So the first question came in from Michael Griffith. And he is asking, what do you believe is the best platform for allowing community engagement with your blog? Comments, forum, or an alternative platform? Great question. I'm so glad you asked that, Michael. Um, the first thing, I believe that if you're building a blog, the best place to start, notice I said start, is in your comments. It starts with engaging people. It starts with people engaging with you um, via the comments. And then from there, you can expand to having them engage with each other because that engaging with each other thing, that is very powerful. Now, I personally think that Facebook is extremely great. I mean, it's great for building communities. You know, Twitter is great for its reasons and, and, and Google Plus is great for a number of other reasons. But I personally I'm biased to Facebook because I like the interaction that's there. Um, everybody and their mamas, everyone is on Facebook, even their grandmothers. Man, it, man, a lot of people are on there. And I think that it's a great place to build a platform, having a Facebook page and interacting with people and getting people to interact with each other. A lot of interaction can happen there. Forums, you mentioned forums. That can be a good thing, but here's the thing with forums. I I've um I've I I bought a forum in nine in nineteen. Wow, it's not that long ago. About two thousand and nine, I bought a forum when it had ten thousand members, and I grew it to about forty thousand members um, within a relatively short period of time. And I want to let you know this: forums are extremely hard to get going. And unless you have a ton of traffic and a loyal audience, it is going to be an extreme challenge. Um, so yes, a forum can be great for community 
community building. I'm even considering adding a forum to become a blogger. I'm, I'm toying with the idea. I've been back and forth, but we'll see how that goes. Um, so I believe the place to start, to recap, number one, start with the comments. Okay, And from there, you can expand, you can grow, you can add Facebook, you can add different social media sites, um, but find what works for you and then use that. Okay, don't try, to get ev- don't try to be everywhere at one time when you're just getting started. Start with one, perfect that, move on to the next. So that's the first question. The second groups of questions, group of questions um, has to do with how do you get people to comment? So v- Vanessa Jenny uh, asks, how do you get people to leave comments and get the ball rolling on a regular basis so all posts get at least one comment? And then I'm going to play some um, feedback, so the questions that came in via the hotline because they're all along the same line. So uh, this is Carrie from ChristianHomeAndFamily.com. Hi, Leslie. This is Carrie from ChristianHomeAndFamily.com. And uh, I appreciate the tweets that you sent back to me and the retweet you gave. Anyway, I do have a question for you regarding uh, comments on the blog. Uh, my site is pretty new, and I am cranking out good quality content four or five times a week. I have my podcast up and running, all those sort of things. But I am lagging on uh, interaction. I'm not getting much response from people in terms of comments on the posts or uh, uh, people calling on my comment line or anything like that. So I'm curious if that's just an issue that takes time, if there's certain things I could do to optimize my site a little better, um, all kinds of things uh, along that line. Anything you could give me would be helpful. And I also wanted to tell you, uh, as I was dialing the number here to call you, I could hear your wife's beautiful voice uh, singing the song in my head as I dialed it. So uh, that's very effective. Good job. Hey, thank you, Leslie. God bless. Hey, thank you so much, Carrie, for calling that in. I'm so glad to hear that you uh, <laughs> you remember the number because of my wife's uh, beautiful voice. I think it's beautiful also. Uh, so that's awesome. You know what? I'm going to play the next call that came in, and this is from Holly from HappyFoodHealthyLife.com. Very similar question. Well, really, it's identical, but I, I just want to hear Holly's voice. So I'm going to play her question here also. Hey, Leslie, this is Holly with HappyFoodHealthyLife.com, and I do have a question about building my community. Every time I post a blog post or a video or any sort of content, I always make sure to ask a question uh, related to the post. Sometimes I ask a question on Facebook or Twitter or other social media, and I never get a response. I feel like I've got an engaging question, but never get the response. Uh, Every once in a while, I'll get maybe one response, but it's rare. Um, And I'm just wondering kind of what your thoughts are. Maybe I should ask a question differently. Is there a better format to ask a question? Would love to hear your feedback. Thanks, Leslie. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you, Holly, for calling in that question. So it all basically has to do with how do you get people to actually comment and interact and get engaged in the comments on your blog? First off, I want to let you know this, and I kind of mentioned this already, but it takes time, and and your audience has to be large enough or engaged enough to leave regular comments. Now, here's a fact. Most people that read your blog will not leave a comment. 
I'm going to say that again. Most people that read your blog will absolutely not leave a comment. So don't feel bad if if you're in a situation where you see people are reading your content, you're, you're checking your analytics and people are spending time, but they're not leaving comments. Most people won't. All right. Now, on, on the post on Become a Blogger, we get comments. We get, you know, sometimes five, sometimes 10, sometimes 20, sometimes a little more. But we get thousands of people checking out the blog um, every month and sometimes tens of thousands of people uh, checking out the blog every month. And we're getting comments, you know, a decent amount of comments, but it took a while to get everything going. So it can take time. No, it does take time. Not it can take time. So that's the first thing I want to point out. So what are some practical ways that you can encourage people to, to leave comments? Well, the first one is what Holly was just talking about. Ask a question. But here's a tip. Here's the trick when it comes to asking a question. You want to be specific with your question and you want to make sure, especially when you're getting started, ask questions that are easy to answer, something that they don't have to think about too much. That's one thing that you might want to try. Now, it depends on the topic of your blog. Um, sometimes you might find that when you ask something that people really have to think about, um, you get more engagement, and that's fine. But try to start simple and expand from there and see what happens. Now, some other things tips that you can uh, apply to try to get people really engaged in your con content and leave comment leaving comments is taking a stand for something something that people are passionate about if you can find that topic within your niche or a few of those topics and you really come out there and, and let people know what you feel and what you feel is contrary to what most people feel It'll be it'll be highly um, more likely that people are gonna actually engage because they're like, wait, either you know they're very strong in in opposing you or they feel the exact same way. Something that people are passionate about, and if you can if you can address that, uh, that that should increase engagement. Another thing, write about your fears. Write about a failure. For some reason, people love to hear when others messed up. And you know why that is? Because they get to see that you are just like them. And when they see you struggle with the same issues that they struggle with, they get more emotionally involved and they are more likely to leave a comment. Another thing that you can do, reach out to other bloggers and comment on their blogs. Uh, other bloggers in your niche, other people that are uh, talking about similar things, they're bloggers, so they know the value of comments, and when they see you coming, come to their blogs and leave valuable content there, uh, they're more likely to come to yours and leave valuable content there. And lastly, keep working on it. Build your audience and the comments will come. If you're continuing to provide lots of value, your, your audience, is most likely going to grow. People are going to start sharing it. Um, Google is going to start seeing you as more of an authority. Your traffic is going to increase. And the more your traffic increases, the more people are there and the more likely you're, you are to have comments. So I hope that answers uh, your questions, uh, Vanessa, Carrie, and Holly. Um, and now I'm going to get to the last question from Chris Ducker. Chris Ducker from uh, chrisducker.com, at least the blog. We know it's coming soon. Um, and his question is, how do you automate and systemize as much of the actual 
interaction as possible so that you don't spend too much time interacting. So you can focus on content creation instead. I love that question. I love that question because I am a university professor that, that works full time. And I don't have as much time as someone that's blogging full-time or running a business full-time. I don't have the luxury of time like many others do. And because of that, I've had to come up with systems so that I'm not spending my entire day interacting and not having enough time to build, con to, to add content, produce great content, make videos, make products, make, um, uh, write blog posts, record episodes. That's really what drives my blog and drives my online business. So I need to make sure that I'm not spending too much time. How do I do it? I'm going to share with you the strategies that I use. Number one, you want to create templates. You want to create template messages that you can respond to people with. If you're getting a lot of email, most likely many of the emails are very similar and many of the questions you get are extremely similar. So make a list of the questions that you get. As you get a question and you think, okay, this is something that people are asking all the time, Answer that question and answer it very well with in detail. Let your personality come through even in that template so that you can use that easily to respond to people and you don't have to type out a, a message every single time. I don't know about you, but I found that when I have to type out messages every single time, I don't put as much into the messages as I should just because my time is extremely limited. I'm a busy guy. Uh, so I've created a number of templates that I use to answer some of the common questions and to interact with people in some of the common ways. Another, uh, I want to share a system with you that I use, and it's, it's at desk.com. Um, and what it does, it, it basically allows you to manage all your emails and so on, kind of as a support ticket system. Um, and people just send you regular emails and you get everything on desk.com as a support ticket system and you can respond. Well, built into um, desk.com is a feature that they call macros. And in those, in the, with those macros, you can set up your templates and you could just click on the template and respond that way. It makes it very easy. They have an iPhone app. So when I'm on the road and I, I, I check the app and I see someone ask a question and I have a template response for it, I just click on that response, click on resolve, and it goes out to them. How much time did that take me? Not much. The next thing I want to talk about is batch processing. You know, it's so easy to be checking email every you know, hour on the hour and, and checking Facebook every few minutes and being on Twitter, responding to everyone. That is the most inefficient way of dealing with these types of things. You want to batch process your tasks. So have some time that you're going to devote each day for checking emails, checking and responding to emails. Instead of doing it all day, just say, you know what, these 15 minutes or this 30 minutes, all I'm going to do is check and respond to email. And you'd be surprised at how much you'd get done in a very short period of time. Point number four, and this is the last point I want to make, is get help. For me, that means outsourcing. Uh, with my biology blog, which is the biggest thing that I'm running right now, just in terms of the amount of traffic that it gets on, on a, a monthly basis, um, 
I don't have the time to deal with a lot of the interactions. So I've actually hired an assistant and she takes care of all of those types of things for me. Um, I make sure that she's doing it in the way that represents who I am and and, and that's pretty much it. She deals with that. And if you're in a situation where you can afford to get help, get help. Hire a virtual assistant. It will help you get so much more done. So that's my answer to your question, Chris. I hope that answered your question and did. And I hope you guys got a lot of value from it. So I'm going to give you your homework assignment. You ready for your homework? I'm a teacher, so I got to give you some homework. Um, your homework is very simple. Do something special for someone in your audience, someone that visits your blog, whether, whether they, they're coming to your blog or you interact with them on Facebook, um, around your blog, um, wherever it is, do something special. It can be something simple for that person because, remember, these, these are people. These are not numbers. These are individuals. Do something special and then come back and tell me about it. Tell me what that special thing you did for that person was. Um, so that's pretty much, you know, that's the end of this episode. I hope you got a lot of value from that. I hope you can see why why um, building a community is such an essential thing. It's such a valuable thing that can add so much to what you're doing online. And I hope you can take some of these tips, apply them to your, your blog, and help to grow your community help to grow engagement um so that's it for this episode i want to let you know that this this uh podcast as usual is brought to you by becomeablogger.com if you haven't gotten your blog up and running yet i want you to go to freebloggingvideos.com and there you can get video to training showing you step by step how to set up your blog so how do you how do you get how do you um, get a domain name how do you get hosting how do you install wordpress and get a nice design how do you install plugins how do you add content to your blog all that good stuff dealing with rss and setting that up and setting up feedburner all that jazz head on over to freebloggingvideos.com and you'll be able to get your blog up and running fast so um that's pretty much it for this episode. I, got, I hope you got a lot of value from it. Until next time, which will be next week Tuesday, take care and God bless. <laughs>